0: Unbelievable! My studio is falling apart
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> it it sounds exactly like this production. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Welcome. Well, <laughs>
1: yeah, well, w- yeah welcome take, it the, take it away. Take it away. Welcome to the Flake Lab, also known as Corey's failing life and studio.
0: <clears throat> Henrik, are you a cat or a dog person?
1: Most definitely a dog person because cats are piece of shit animals, as, as as evident in today's film.
0: Yeah, this is the this is the great example why you should be a dog person. <laughs> definitely, this freaked the hell out of me when I saw this as a kid. I remember when we had the first cat in the family. My mommy, mommy, mum. Bought it, And uh, I was waking up somewhere in the middle of the night I think it was 3am or something And I was going to school the next day And I wake up to the fact that on my stomach Is standing a fucking cat staring at me <clears throat> And that didn't help at all Because I had seen Uninvited before that
1: <laughs> And, 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 and the, the, then the cat proceeds to start puking out another cat
0: Exactly. Like
1: that—that's how cats multiply. They, they just they just vomit more cats.
0: Speaking of multiplying cats, this time we're going to look at uh, Uninvited from 1988, which is most often said to be one of the worst horror films ever. But I don't know about that, Henrik. I had some <laughs> good time here. I had some good time.
1: Yeah, these like. Uh, good, good times and, and being a good movie are kind, kind of a they, they can be two different things uh, as, <laughs> as is case in case in today's scenario where in 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 fact the movie is quite a piece of shit but it's still it's extremely entertaining piece of shit yeah.
0: <laughs> well <clears throat> let's take a look at that and how much actually are cats in this cat film
1: well basically just two like like that's yeah. that's the answer to your question there are two cats in, in, oh. in this film
0: Is that so? Like well, you're well, saying well, Like the, actual the, Live cats Living cats
1: Well just one <laughs>
0: <laughs> Because uh, uh, I count the other cat Only as a puppet In my notes It says puppet
1: Yeah yeah But but, but what, what, what about What about the The weird Vomit cat
0: uh, yeah, The one that drinks alcohol Or is behind the glasses That's one version
1: You, you completely lost me God damn it <laughs> We we are talking about stupid 80s horror film, and and I'm already lost.
0: Okay, Um, it's not that complicated, Henry.
1: (laughs) I I, I took that this film is some kind of a philosophical masterpiece that you have to dissect like we do in the flick lab.
0: (laughs) Yeah, isn't it? It it, it most definitely is. But I was referring to the scene where the cat makes its first appearance to absolutely pretty much everyone, and... uh, the cat is being shot at but the cat is behind some glasses or bottles or what could be like wine bottles and it's kind of avoiding the gunshots and uh, yeah.
1: Oh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The shitgobbling cat moment.
0: <laughs> the, the moment where the cat smiles. Permanent
1: smile. <laughs> oh my god. That was retarded as hell. <laughs>
0: But yeah, before we jump into the film, do we have anything uh, on the background of the, of the film? I happen to know you that we so that so
1: background? Somebody <laughs> had, had, had a little bit money <laughs> and a film camera and way too much time in their hands, and <laughs> this is the end result.
0: Uh, well, well, uh, there's that, but they also had Klu Gulager on their hands. Revisiting this podcast.
1: Re- revisiting Ooh. this podcast. Be- being like Klu who we first met, here in Philly Club, in, when we looked at Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, where Kulagur was assaulted by a canary or a exactly. parrot. Well, wh- whatever it was, if, you know, some some small bird. And in here, we once again meet, meet Kulagur, and this time he's assaulted by a cat. Sh- showing, showing you that e- even domesticated ho- household pets hate Kulagur. <clears throat> And that serves the pastor absolutely right for Freddy's revenge. <laughs> like, e- e- even, even, even even the cat a cat here is, is taking revenge for Freddy's revenge. <laughs> so, there's your high-class horror films, man.
0: Oh, well, Henrik, how did you come across this masterful piece of entertainment?
1: I actually originally came across this one completely by accident. Same. Like, I, I, I was... I was strolling down cheap VHSs, which were sold at the local video store for like one one euro. Or it was it it was the time of of the previous currency, so one mark or something like that. And they didn't even look at the back cover, just just saw that there's some nonsense nonsense on the front cover and and just bought it, you know, for the hell of it.
0: Does it have the hologram cover? Is it the VHS?
1: no it doesn't it it of course might might be that this it's the finished printing so so uh,
0: we we didn't get any, any of
1: the nice stuff
0: oh yeah i remember where i got my vhs actually because <laughs> it happened so that i actually saw this film originally <clears throat> when once again my extremely dangerous grandmother was renting this film for me from uh, Makuni or something similar that was in Malmi. Yeah, and we watched this this film. And then was it like 15 years later when I had this Gauhe Night of the Horrors event? I thought that, well, what the hell? You know, I remember it being extremely scary, so it must be good. So at least for laughs, we have to have this film back for our horror night.
1: Okay, okay.
0: And I bought it from the United States... uh, Amazon or whatever. So it has this hologram cat in the front of the ship or something like that.
1: Okay, because I I wasn't com- actually completely sure why you were so so hard pressed to, uh, for us to actually visit this film film on the podcast. I was I, I was actually quite sure that you the reason why you wanted for us to watch this was the, the, was that you simply had seen the title and you thought that this was a documentary about your social life. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> it could be with this space of doing this podcast, and I thought it would be like a welcome break in between what we have been doing lately, like promised land and license to kill. Uh, this,
1: this most definitely was a welcome, welcomed break, at yeah. least on my end. But with that out of the mind or out of the way... Um. Well, yeah. a- a- anyone, anyone who turns turns out up listening to this episode about really obscure 80s horror film, I really don't feel like do- doing a typical the Flick Lab episode like today. Like this, this doesn't it, to me. This is a, this ain't a film that that kind of is <laughs> kind of it, the type of movie that we goes through the Flick Lab treatment because there really is not enough. Enough film and enough stuff in it to, to yeah. actually merit any kind of a deep analysis because there is nothing to fucking analyze in 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 this one. So I, <laughs> at least I, I on my end, what I'm going to do, I'm going to open the code one. Whoa, you, what? Yeah. What? Wait. And, and I'm, I'm going to just, you know, for, for this one, I'm going to just sit back and shoot the shit for the rest rest of the episode because this most definitely is a film that you (laughs) actually you you sit down on on some night when you just wanna hang out with friends you wanna wanna watch some shitty horror films and drink beer
0: (laughs) must be kind of a shock treatment for our listeners because we actually have been watching quite a lot of quality stuff lately and mostly
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah today, fear not dear listeners, today we are not Dealing with an, any any kind of obscure foreign African art house art cinema, <laughs>
0: like yeah, like if you ever wanted to hear as unscripted as possible, that's this is probably the episode to tune in to.
1: This most like this may also be the most rambling one.
0: <laughs> All right, um, so. Sometimes call, it's this is called a horror film, but actually it's quite accurate, accurate depiction of cats. So <laughs> it, it's more.
1: It's most it's, it's an. It's an. It's yeah. a very clear depiction of cats.
0: I don't know if I'm even sorry, cat owners, but my uh, <laughs> experience of cats is just not very good.
1: <laughs> my experience of cat owners is not really good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Henrik, would it be kind of a hybrid type of, uh, I, don't, I don't know what we're doing here, but anyway. <laughs> I
1: don't know, uh, but I have been asking that same question for the entire run of, run of this podcast. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> Why am I here? What is this? What is Audacity? How does the computers work?
0: This is going to be anyway the moment when I'm going to press the spacebar and roll the film, And uh, but I'm not going to be very Scene by scene in this episode for your listening pleasure. <laughs> no,
1: no, because because there really is not that many actually important scenes to cover. <laughs> like, like to give, give anyone a rough synopsis what the film is about. It's uh-huh. about criminal business who wants to go wherever. Like were, were they heading Macau or Bahamas? They they were they were heading to Bahamas with with suit, suitcases full of money, and 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 criminal business gets two girls... Into the boat which they are using to, using for travel to work as a cover for the, for the coast guard. Like like if if coast guard would <laughs> would pull their boat next to the evil business boat, evil business would just immediately go, like I'm just a, a I'm just a, your regular sleazy born lord, and what what I have in my boat is, is prostitutes and and coke, and the coast guard would be. The, would be like, it's okay, as long as you just don't have suitcases full of money. <laughs> there's there's no reason to in- inspect your suspicious yacht. Uh, but un- un- unfortunately for criminal business, the, the two girls, A, they ask three complete randos to come with them onto the boat. And the randos are, for some reason, they're allowed on board. And and most definitely, one of them was it Suzanne, who picks, picks a garbage cat that has mouth full of pussy and <laughs> like like that that's that's the goddamn film like, like after that they, they, they and the garbage cat they, they are on a boat
0: absolutely and also had some kind of a sticker or like a tag in the leg or somewhere in the body parts or in the body and it has not been shown before. I definitely didn't see it, but no, apparently, like it. this lady has just taken some random la- lab animal into the boat <laughs> without further thought.
1: We, <laughs> which she found found this, uh, I don't know, like some kind of a locker or or <laughs> or or, 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 or trash unit, like <laughs> like yeah. And, and the dude is the dude next to him is next to her is like well well with this according to this tag it's a lab animal that has been used in animal testing so we don't know what it has been spiked up full with so it it might might you know carry like like i, I don't know a potomac plague or something like that and they still take it on board with them
0: because oh, of course why wouldn't you or evil blood for which you need a biologist so thank god them for having it on having that guy on board
1: yeah what, what, was it a biology or what, was it psychology <laughs> because the captain of the boat can't stay consistent on, on which one
0: it wa- actually was. At the end of the film, I and was... At the, at the end of the God. film,
1: there's another fumbling of the words.
0: <laughs> the, the, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: And at the end of the film, I was really not sure if the two people who survived this boat trip are actually the two smartest people on boat. You know, you have the biologist, but the biologist is just some complete nonsense about the cat. <laughs>
1: Well, well, After, the, well, yeah. well, well, the bi- biology guy manages to somehow figure out that, that all the food is poisoned because he, he finds ra- random gr- crumblets of food around the boat.
0: Yeah, what the, what the hell was this uh, sextant thing? He's going to be taking a closer look with a sextant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you can see
0: blood cells <laughs> you, you, you can see
1: mul- multiplying blood cells. Must be a <laughs> mutation. Equals <laughs> <laughs> the food is poison.
0: Oh, anyway, Henrik, we start this film with a full shot of a hospital or some kind of a whatever. <laughs> some ca-
1: it, it, it's, a, it, it's some kind of a high-rise building, and you have no idea where
0: we are. Yeah, just to wrap it all up. So the cat is there, and the idiot scientists are holding the cat, but not long enough and the cat runs away easily and goes past doors and one guy's even holding the door open like oh what's happening
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, to, to be super secret animal testing facility like these are the worst guys when it comes to to, to any kind of a security they they, well, they they noticed from the x-ray that there's something inside the cat and and they deduct that it might be cancer so they, they decide to di- dissect the cat to see what what the hell it is or what the cat is carrying inside of it. And first of all, they they don't put it to sleep before they actually take it to the operating table. They, they don't hold it. No. Co- correctly. And they don't even close the fucking door.
0: No. And they keep opening doors they, inside they keep the facility. Doors. And after that, you know, the doctor goes like, give me that gun. I'll take care of this. Yeah. From, from uh, the guard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We see a shadow of the cat, like somebody is probably doing like shadows with the hand, you know.
1: Yeah, it looks like like shadow puppets.
0: Right, shadow puppets. (laughs) We have a plethora of puppets here.
1: There they are, because because almost right in the next scene, the scientist is being attacked by hand puppet.
0: (laughs) Okay, what's next? (laughs) We are introduced to the girls, the bimbos, total bimbos. Do you have the, the names, or is it that important? One of them is Suzanne.
1: Uh, w- one of them is is Suzanne. The the blonde one is is Suzanne, and the and the brown-haired one was Bobby. Yeah, played by Shari Shatuk and Claire Carey, who both have done some obscure things. Claire has been in in not not ocean movies. Uh smoking aces. The what was it? Las Vegas hitman movie and and done done some Stargate, NCIS and other th- television work like that.
0: What about these businessmen? Do we have anything on those?
1: Uh, well, a- actually, actually, when it comes to the three three older gentlemen, like when it comes to the criminal business in in, in the in the film, it's it's fought by George Kennedy, who who is the grunted fat man. And then there is Alex Gord Who, who is the Born lord And then there is Google Gulager And who, Say no who, more who, who basically is Kuu but
0: But <laughs> yeah. But George Kennedy may be The best known for his role In Cool Hand Luke One of those I, I think he's a pretty good actor actually But the fact <laughs> is that the, the, the director of the film Is maybe not the not the creme de la creme of directors and this leads into very weird shots and uh, continuation errors.
1: I I, I, I kind of uh, ha- have the feeling that, that this might have, might have been the time period in George Kennedy's career when he was kind of a slumming around in films.
0: Well, you think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that That's just a theory that I came up with when watching this one. Uh,
0: and of course Kul- Kulager, I mean, I like the guy but uh, it's it's completely something directorial where they have messed up this moment where, you know, they bring this one young dude to the boat and he's going on all about like SSC or something.
1: It's it, actually, I never actually figured out which one was it. Was it FCC or SSCC?
0: Okay, whatever. But this guy is very concerned about this fact that the the authorities would get them soon because they have robbed a bunch of money from a big corporation as I understand it
1: or, or something they had they have suitcases full of cash which they have to get to Bahamas for reasons
0: of course <laughs> because there's more money in Bahamas <laughs> makes sense
1: <laughs> because the authorities just can't call the bank in Bahamas and be like don't don't give money to criminal business <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I have no idea.
1: I I have I have no idea, but but they are on time limit. They they have to get Bahamas fast.
0: Yeah, they are on time, time limit, and this young guy who is very concerned about the authorities. Somehow they deduct that this guy is a security risk for us, and we have to <laughs> <laughs> kill this guy.
1: <laughs> like like George George Kennedy, like like the, the guy 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 says that that he he doesn't feel comfortable with the situation. Like like the, there there's two. There's a lot of risks because they are soon under investigation by FCC or SCC or what, what, whatever the fuck. And, <laughs> and George Kennedy immediately deducts that the dude is trying to blackmail the criminal business. Right. And, and, yeah, and they drown the young guy uh, on on a pool that exists on the yacht.
0: Yeah, while they're, while they're holding, holding a pistol or revolver. Handgun, anyway this is a very well researched episode but
1: no
0: big
1: deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and then the dude, dude doing doing the drowning starts to have a heart attack all of a sudden and criminal business starts to like like <laughs> completely shit up and get rid of that body which weighs like a ton
0: and it when it comes to this clue kulager he's there i believe he's holding the gun and he is having this you know smile while the uh, the rich businessman is saying something like, you know, we are going to shoot you, you know, that's going to happen to you. And Klu Kulakar is like, ah, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> and then when the guy is actually dead, Klu Kulakar looks very concerned, like a yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: like, like, like what, what, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, What did you think will happen when you drown what? a guy? <laughs> like... <laughs> Right, he, he he was he wasn't supposed to die. I was just just I thought you were gonna gonna, gonna, gonna drown him nicely.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna put any blame on Kukulager here. Like it's a director, just he's sh- shooting the shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the bimbos are now you know walking around and trying to get some other bimbo guys to join them on this cruise ship because the ladies got got to know these. Uh, rich people in the hotel. More importantly, at, at some point, two ladies have
1: found somewhere, they have found clothes that have not gone through with a lawnmower.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's, that's an important plot point, because, because the quality of the film kind of uh, notches a little uh, uh, after that moment.
0: Yeah, the bimbos find company, and uh, they are going to take them on board with the rich guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're they going to ask, this is the moment when when, when the girls ask the three complete randos to come into another guy's boat, completely uninvited,
0: <laughs> which, which cleverly actually
1: ties into the name of the film.
0: That's not the biggest problem, like, the the biggest problem here is, well, it's not a problem. The, apparently this rich guy is someone very famous, and they are very honored, and happy and excited to come on this boat, so there are not only the bimbos. Several factors why you should try, join this <laughs> fucked up cruise, even though clue was friendly enough to go tell to these rich guys, while the rest of the boat crew are in attendance, that basically we have to leave now, because the cops are going to get us soon.
1: Yeah, or or, or at least Tom Cruise's risky business recognizes that that The criminal business is Wall Street Walter or or something like that.
0: And nobody raises an eyebrow, really. They just look a little bit disappointed. Oh, it's some kind of a money scheme. But anyway, let's join the crew and have some party time.
1: Yeah. And by this point, the girls have brought the cat with them.
0: Can we talk about the audio editing mixing here already?
1: Oh, my God. Can we ever? Because the fucking cat never shuts up. (laughs) Like it's, <laughs> the the, the, the cat, cat is a goddamn ventriloquist. It, it meows even when its lips are not moving.
0: That, not only that, but they have like two audio clips of the cat meowing. The exact same clip. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's <okay.
0: laughs> like they were thinking nobody would actually notice this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the meowing is, is constant. Like, like w- when, whenever the cat is in premises... Yeah, whenever the cat is on the boat, which it cannot leave, it constantly just meows. It's. It's it's like. It's all the time in the background. Whatever you see the cat in the picture or not, it still is like. Like the same meow. Just just it you just constantly hear. And it, it, it was driving me nuts.
0: And uh, yeah, while we are at this uh random scene decapitation mode. There is this moment where before the cat gets into the harbor, the cat is uh, somewhere along the road and uh, is looking to hitch a ride. So we have two criminals who punch some dude so they can get a car. And somehow the director decided that this is really important to show that there are two criminals. And I guess that kind of, you know, makes it okay that the cat jumps on board and kills them. Maybe that was what was he, he was looking for. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's so evil in this fl- film. I actually kind of like the boys. They—they are. I mean, okay. I—I well,
1: yeah. I, I fucking hated the guys. Okay. I—I I, I couldn't stand the little pricks. I—I I, I was full on board with George Kennedy, who just hated the youngsters.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they—they were the least annoying, maybe, of the bunch. I mean, of course, there's the biologist and the smart girl.
1: I—I I, I don't know. I don't know. I. I i i really couldn't stand stand the guys M- mo- most especially i couldn't stand risky business
0: but case in point the, all the annoying guys are killed off by this cat
1: yeah that goes uh, unfortunately also george kennedy is being killed by the cat
0: <laughs> nah.
1: like That that that's just, just, just something that you
0: can't forgive well that the guy was the guy was totally out of control, you know. <laughs> no, what like... do you mean the guy was completely?
1: The the, the the guy, the George Kennedy is is the most in control guy in in the film.
0: Yeah, until he starts shooting with a handgun. This one guy who has done absolutely nothing.
1: The, the, well, come on, the guy was being an annoying shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <the laughs> guy, I, 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 I was, I was hoping for George Kennedy to score some headshots on that moment.
0: Well, apparently the cat doesn't very much like handguns and then appears and, you know, kills basically George Kennedy. So, there, there's the party time. Somewhere along the lines, Glue Kulager gets a little bit drunk in the helm. They assume that he has dropped overboard, but of course the cat has been... Having some fun. time. Once again, in a horror film, we have this extremely cliche. Let me just uh, drink myself into a condition where I don't understand almost anything. <laughs> I'm all alone. I have left the helm, and now is the perfect time to introduce some puppetry. The puppet is so obvious. Like...
1: <laughs> it is. It is like like in in many of the axes, you can actually see it, see see the puppet puppeteer's arm in, in in the shot.
0: Oh, you yeah, could like, well. Well, it's clear that uh, something something is controlling it from behind. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. And like the, the, this this film, film has actually a Blu-ray release where where. Yeah. I I I believe the image has been cleared. It's it's more high definition, which I I hope means that you get more arm in that version.
0: Uh, I hope also that they didn't digitally kind of ha- a little remaster. These puppet scenes to get the puppet guy out of the picture—that—that that would be against what this movie is all about. <laughs> you have to leave it all.
1: It, it, it would be cutting out one of the best actors of the film.
0: <laughs> yeah. What was the puppeteer called in the end credits? Re-recording by Densmore Recording. Uh, production makeup, Mike Spatola. What the hell, dude? And and then there's a special visual cat. Yeah. That's how it's.
1: Which can just be the puppet and the designer of the puppet.
0: Yeah, but you can't write puppet, you know. You have to write special visual cat. No animal was mistreated during the filming of this motion picture, except puppets. Mm-hmm. This kitchen scene, there's a lot of scenes that are kind of exceptionally hard, don't you think? Like, these bimbos are totally going for it. Like, well, there is uh, no brain usage needed.
1: I I at least was completely going on with the film on, on that scene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Me too. Weirdly enough. There's also also the scene where it gets kind of hot when there is this uh I don't know this uh, this guy that has something some kind of a birthmark on the neck or something, and they're almost getting it on, but of course the goddamn puppet has to ruin the moment.
1: Uh, you you mean the scene when the pup, uh when the cat part cat is numbing on the guy's hand
0: exactly that
1: yeah although although in in the cats in the cat's credits i I did kind of appreciate how casually the cat was numbing on, on, on those fingers on, on that moment. like it, it, it was completely
0: random oh there looks like the cat gets some kind of horns when it turns into evil mode.
1: <laughs> Looks like the whole design of the cat kind of changes when it turns into evil mode.
0: I I know, and I was supposed to mention this one that when I was watching this, I, I remember for the first time as a kid when I saw it that well it goes for any shitty horror movie or a horror movie that kind of had cheap or low-end effects where you could see that it was a puppet or something not human. You as a kid kind of always would justify. It to yourself why this happens. Of course, my natural explanation, of course, was that it kind of mutates way beyond the original cat and then becomes something else and becomes the scary cat. There's something demonic shit going on there, and actually, that's why I think some horror films of the 80s are kind of scary because the, because the the antagonist changes so much in appearance. It's rather disturbing to the mind, because you can't quite handle it. I think as an adult, it can be kind of creepy as well, because it doesn't make sense. You know, it's this effect that some people uh, speak of, like, which would happen if you would see in a bar, you know, this stripper who is talking about, I don't know, advanced physics.
1: Why why the hell would, would a stripper in a bar be talking about advanced physics?
0: I know that's that's the point because these two parts don't fit at all, so it's making you scared because
1: I I, I don't know I I would believe that I I, I would be intrigued on that moment. <laughs> I, I would just trying to wrap my head around the mo- the situation, why it's happening.
0: Henrik, <laughs> we totally could fall for it.
1: Okay. But 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 seriously, in in this this film, that that effect really is is, is a strong one because the cat most definitely changes in every way whenever the parf cat kind of starts its attack.
0: Like, yeah,
1: yeah, you you get those close-ups on on the cat inside of the cat's mouth, and it's this really tiny, wringly little thing. And and then you see the cat puppet attack sequences, and and the cat is like, it's even larger than the real cat. Like it grows in size and it it becomes completely mangled with with its hair and it's like like that there is no goddamn consistency in any way between the you know uh between the quote unquote normal cat and the weird barf cat.
0: But Henrik, at least there is something here. You know the idea is good uh, about a, like a evil mutant cat on a on a that, boat
1: that that pukes pukes another cat. And and that cat is a, is a killer of the film. No no that, that's not? not a good. That, that's not a good idea. That, that's a shitty idea. That's a laughable idea. Nobody <laughs> can take that one seriously except may, maybe Corrie.
0: <laughs> well, li- uh, leaving aside that cat that comes outside of a cat. Well, let's say if you have a killer cat on on both, I'm completely on board with that idea. No, I, mean you, I, if...
1: I, I wouldn't I wouldn't. I, I I've seen I I was seeing kind of a more serious Killer Cat film. Yeah
0: mm-hmm. um, w- w- I, if I remember correctly, was it a segment in Those mini adventures. The, the it was like a film that had three stories or something like Tales of the Dark Side.
1: Yeah, and and, and one of the stories was, was that weird lady who, who was Gargol or some kind of a monster.
0: Right. But, but yeah, but.
1: It, 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 yeah. and there there the, the was that weird mummy segment. But yeah, anthology horror film mm. and and one one of those those individual stories was about this stray cat that gets adopted by by a rich ass family and then the cat kind of causes accidents around the house this way killing them the family members one by one one by one. Until the last surviving member actually hires a hitman to shoot the cat. And then there is the, pow- the battle of wits between the hitman and the cat. And the cat wins the hitman who is armed, armed with a gun. Like that, That is kind of the same scenario of Uninvited. In- like in, in extremely... In very overall nature though. Like bo- both films are about killer cats. Right. And neither one of them was... ...in any way scary.
0: But Henrik, in this uh, extremely consistent episode... ...I have to backpedal and go into the discussion of the audio editing... ...because the funniest of all was, of course, the moment... ...when the cat attacks the car with the two car checkers, ...and then the car falls off the the bridge, kind of, before the bridge.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, Uh, and they have that, 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 that sound effect of breaking glass...
0: Yeah, like t- 20 times in a row. Uh, it, Same. It,
1: yeah, tw- 20 times. And and it's, <laughs> it, it, it's almost <laughs> like they, they can't let the effect actually, you know, play to the end before they restart it again. Like the the effect, effect is going on mid-swing and it starts all over again, like on cue. It, it's it's yeah. almost like they, they have one button and and they have uh, recorded this effect behind the button, and they just keep pressing on it on, on the button.
0: I could even uh, argue that like part of the, to the track of the audio was done so that somebody was just live mixing there, like pushing buttons, like you said.
1: That that, that could very much be like I, I I can immediately see that happening in the, in the production of the of of the film. <laughs> and uh, also like the, the, the car, car after it goes off the road it goes over so many times that there's there there even ain't enough windows on the car to it then be intact anymore on that time
0: exactly and overall you know you just listen to the audio track you hear somebody speaking there's a lot of noise in the background and then it switches to the other guy speaking and the oh noise is oh my god
1: is there ever
0: yeah, this is like a demo. Nobody has kind of mixed
1: <laughs> no, 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 nobody has a, a, any kind of a control, and no nobody makes any effort to clean the audio track
0: at all. And when these youngsters are dancing the music, also the music just sounds exactly like that. That it was just based on the audio track, and nobody gave it any kind of re- reverb or anything like that. It's it's so playback.
1: Yeah, the the audio track itself, when when you hear it in the film, it's it's like one one verse repeated all over and over and over again. Like you, you you don't get the feeling that even the song is progressing
0: in any way. I kind of like some things about the Uninvited theme, but then you notice that it's not going anywhere. It's just like
1: <laughs> <laughs> about the
0: uh, kind of a le- legendary. What about if we could talk about the moment when, is it Suzanne now, who is in her room and kind of hungry. And then they, then she thinks that the cat is going to get her. And somebody's clearly just making this meow sound. And she's like, oh, don't come. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that, that, that could never. And why did, why did he do that? Like, it's not funny even if you would completely know what is going on.
1: Yeah, you're 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 going to pretend the one thing that is psychotic killer that's that
0: is on the boat with you. Yeah, which leads to sexy time.
1: Yeah, which is kind of like like those asshole kids in in those Halloween films who who started to play cosplay as as Michael Myers.
0: Got a phone number.
1: Yeah. And then they were so fucking surprised when the cops were almost shot them. Yeah,
0: like, w- yeah, no, man, we were just kidding. We were just kidding.
1: Yeah, this is the kind of the exact same fucking stunt. Ex- except now, now the the guy is is mimicking the part cat.
0: Yeah, then of course uh, the same lady loses all hope in one scene. The, the, we are all gonna die. This scene, but uh, they have some uh, champagne supplies, so they can have that while they are screaming. No problemo, and. W- w- what is this, you know, somebody wants to drink something. Like, oh, there, there's this champagne, but we gotta save it, you know. Because drinking champagne is going to be very beneficial to keep your water levels normalized.
1: <laughs> yeah, be- yeah, be- be- because alcohol in no, no way causes the drying effect inside your body.
0: No, never happened. Yeah. Then there's the stupid talk about... Him. Whose fault is it that the cat is on board? Why is that really important... It's definitely not my fault. I would say it was definitely the the girl that was talking about it. It was definitely her fault. She was pushing it all the way. But then uh, the blame is put on another guy.
1: Um, To me, that was kind of the, the character-building moment of, of the film. Like, part of... Almost the entire reason why Suzanne goes crazy at the end of the film is, is is the fact that she feels guilty for bringing the cat on the boat. Yeah. And what what they are trying to do on on that moment is, is is that the biologist is taking the fault or saying that it's it's it was his fault just so that Suzanne can keep her shit together.
0: And then there is this moment when this uh, other guy goes below the deck and <laughs> uses the handgun to try to shoot the bastard cat but only ends up uh, shooting <laughs> some, some kind of a steamer or something and uh, of course gets it onto her onto his face and yeah, cat is and completely uh, fine and
1: uh, uh, and apparently I, I guess he punctures also a hole in the hu- hull of the boat
0: which I was going to get to, which is in no way explained in this film further, but uh, it looks like the ship is sinking, so I'm connecting that to that.
1: I, I, I was too. I, I was too. Like like the sinking of the ship happens kind of randomly in, yeah. in, in the film. There is a long, long stretch of time or, or long quotation marks. You, you never actually get get any clear idea what what is the timeline of the film like how long they are trapped on the boat how many days like could, could be weeks could be three days hard to say but yeah yeah the risky business shoots a hole hole on the on the hull of the boat and the boat starts or i guess the boat starts taking in in water and then mm-hmm. everybody just forgets the whole thing Right. And then they rediscover that, yeah, yeah, there's a hole on the hull of the boat and it's it's leaking water. And then they again forget the problem. And then all of a sudden it, it cuts into a middle of a storm and now they are trying to escape their sinking ship.
0: you got to also love the way that they're trying to track this on to one hour and 30 minutes just by the fact that Oh, 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 look, now the engine is busted, so we are going to try to fix it for the next 30 minutes for you, or however long it was.
1: Yeah, or or how false the whole, oh my god, the engine is busted, as a plot device was. Yeah. Like, almost all the problems that that the group faces in the film would have been avoided, if not the engine would have busted.
0: And what the hell is this when... uh, George Kennedy, right, he has some kind of a extrusions in his stomach and then he dies and then they throw him away. Like, they were just looking at those, you know, alien-like <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> extrusions. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: like, no problem, That's this happens every day when somebody dies.
1: Yeah, yeah, w- when George Kennedy's stomach kind of starts to... Start to bulb, almost like in in the original Alien, when when the alien kind of bursts out.
0: I didn't remember bur- what was going to happen here, but I was also convinced that okay, now it's going to burst another cat who is inside a cat.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was also expecting that moment to happen. That that didn't happen though. George Kennedy dies before before a- a- anything as graphic could happen. But yeah, yeah, there was a kind of the weird weird moment when 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 that is going on and everybody just, you know, leans in closer to George Kennedy to just to get a really good look at what the fuck is happening.
0: Yeah, and the best course of action to get rid of all kinds of evidence and not be taken into custody, the best way is to just throw the body overboard.
1: Yeah, yeah, just to turn down dump the body overboard. Problem solved. Because you know, that's a that that is something that nobody's going to ask for when you finally reach ashore and meet the authorities.
0: Well, which they don't. There's just some random captain who says like, oh kids, I mean this this story about the cats, you know, it's really something you must have gone through a lot, so that's that's never happened. Never happened. But you know, kiddos. Everything's fine.
1: I I, I don't know, I, I I took it that that was supposed to be like like a police officer or something like that.
0: Okay. Anyway the officer is like, okay. Too bad. A bunch of dead people, blood on the boat. But a b- b- bunch of dead people. I-, I don't I don't believe your
1: story about a yeah. mutant killer cat on a boat. But but I-, I-, I can believe that there is a bunch of unexplained dead bodies laying on the ocean and Yeah. I
0: I'm just letting you off. Maybe maybe he was like, Oh I don't believe that anyone died anywhere and you know, there's no evidence, and I think we're just having a little bit of a boat cruise out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, so th- thank you for wasting authorities' time by by coming up with this this is fake story about all, all these horrible deaths.
0: But and, in fact, uh, the, the, the uh, guy and the girl are a- absolutely right that the officer has been extremely helpful, you know, they have, I don't know, like a million in cash in that mm-hmm. bag, and the guy just lets them go, like nothing. Yeah,
1: and and ma- makes no further questions concerning their story.
0: And remember when the police officer will tell you that, oh Henrik, you have been through such rough times lately, but I <laughs> yeah. don't know, this cat story, I think you can just go, just remember to be extremely grateful for that advice.
1: Yeah. I, I can believe you have been through rough times because there's like se- like five bodies in your wake and I don't believe your cat story. but <laughs> I, I can believe you've seen some some death which goes completely unexplained because I don't buy your story and there's nothing further to ask from you. you are free to go.
0: Absolutely and actually this <laughs> miniature <laughs> shots of the, of the boat in the dark, you can, you, <laughs> you can almost you can almost go with those when they're in the dark but in the you know when they when it's storming outside and it sinks like <laughs> looks like something I would be having in my bathtub as a seven-year-old
1: <laughs> yeah it does the, the fact that it's a children's toy it's a children's toy bolt comes extremely clear to you
0: <laughs> and of course looking at the ending, the, somehow there is now a different cat A completely different cat And somehow that is extremely ominous When the little boy Picks it up and
1: <laughs> Oh yeah And, and, and that, that, that ham-fisted Kind of close up of the boy
0: That ham-fisted moment The freest frame oh Where it God. looks like he's looking up to the director Like okay was this good?
1: I, I, I'm not sure which one We were supposed to be afraid of <laughs> the 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 barf cat or the obviously demonically possessed kid. Like, which wh- which 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 one is the bad guy on, on that freeze frame?
0: The demonic sound mixing,
1: <laughs> or 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 the or, or, or that final final confrontation between the two survivors and and the parf cat when they are trying to when they are escaping the boat with the lifeboat, and yeah. and you can you can clearly see and, and the cat cat kind of flies through the air. You can <laughs> yeah. clearly see that somebody is just throwing the cat puppet at them. <laughs> uh, and they keep doing it. Like, like f- they, they throw the cat puppet at the two, the, at the duo, and they throw the cat puppet overboard. Uh, and then all of a sudden the biologist guy just yells, it's no, not over yet, and the cat flies
0: again. Yeah, of course, you know, the mutant cat spewing mutant cats was just not enough. You have to have a mutant cat spewing mutant cats that flies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that flies. Which which looks exactly like somebody is throwing around a cat.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, animals were treated completely fine. Well, (laughs) if you look at the the actual cat, the cat looks very pissed off in at least two or three shots.
1: The, the cat looks like that. It does not want to be on the boat. N- in no way. Like, every time they are they are holding the cat, it's just it's all the time it's wriggling and trying to escape, trying to get get away from the person that's holding it. And yeah. it actually looks pretty pissed when it's on the interior shots inside the boat.
0: Yeah, like when it's about to kill Kukulago, for example. Like-
1: for for example, it. Looks very much like like the cat would like to be everywhere else except in this film. The barf cat itself is trying to escape the movie, which it is
0: headlining. And the way to get such of emotions out of a cat is just really to piss the cat off quite a bit. (laughs) So so at least cats were pissed off during the filming.
1: Well, I I don't know. If if I would be be a cat, I, I guess I would be pissed off too. If, yeah. if this would have been the movie where I would have to appear
0: at one point the rich guy is locked downstairs and he's trying to bribe the the cute guy with one million and the uh, <laughs> golden dialogue follows and but,
1: but it actually works like 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 e- evil business manages to bribe risky business with with million dollars
0: not only that. But is it after that scene that they go look for the cat? In is it in the engine room? Yeah, in the
1: in the en- engine room.
0: And then the guy is like, "Oh man, I I trust you now so much, so I will just give you the gun." <laughs>
1: yeah, but nothing
0: but, I actually follows after that, you know, like him taking the control over the guy. And it never happens.
1: <laughs> no, no, that, I, I mean that two businesses make a deal. <laughs> like,
0: suddenly he's very trustworthy.
1: What wouldn't you? trust a mur- murderous businessman who has poured much
0: with all my life and keep him with, with all my, my
1: life here here please sir take my gun or or, or the goddamn fat ass cat when it opens when it breaks into the food storage and opens every single package that is there of of the twinkling rations that they have on board
0: yeah they have that kellogg's cornflakes moment there yeah and cling their glasses for the dead cat. I mean, this is a pretty weird film. Any other irrational moments?
1: I I, I guess that mo- one moment when Suzanne poisons herself when she eats the poisoned food.
0: That, or when the other girl drops overboard with the other guy who has been bitten.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that also was...
0: never surfaces.
1: What, what, what the hell? S- seriously, like by by that point, they had, they have established that that if if you get bitten by the cat or scratched by the cat you you have been poisoned, and you will die a horrible painful death yeah so so the cat has been numbing on the guy's fingers, so obviously the dude now is poisoned like like the guy is completely correct that that he has poison in his veins, and that means as we saw with George Kennedy, that means that you are going to go through some. Horrible, painful mutation, mutations, and there's going to be an alien moment, and it's it's going to hurt like hell. So he decides to throw himself overboard and just be done with it, die quickly and and relatively painlessly. And all of a sudden, this this the lady, Bobby, runs runs to him and starts to yell at him how how he shouldn't jump and he should. Just stay on a boat and and die painfully from the poison. Like what? Wh- wh- what the dick? Seriously.
0: <laughs> then there is the the this cute guy who has now gotten the part of the money and is uh, bragging about it to Is it Suzanne during their sexy moment? If you wanna be protected, you'd better just stick with me. Ew. <laughs> But apparently that works for her, and she d- doesn't even question like what is this big thing that is coming up for you? Yeah, in no way,
1: and, and in no way, as actually questions how risky business is supposed to c- cover protect her. Like, wh- what is he supposed to do to keep her from? What is he supposed to do to keep her safe from the cat? Yep, and, and as 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 we see from from the poison food moment. When when Suzanne eats the crumbets that the cat has poisoned, apparently fucking nothing.
0: God, this guy is completely destroying the boat, like shooting into pipes <laughs> and this steamer and uh, everything else except the cat.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's the goddamn alien covenant moment of, of this film. <laughs> the, dude, the dude goes around shooting uh, shooting his gun all over the place and just you know completely freaks the ship.
0: I especially like this moment where it seems that the mutant is going inside the other cat. <laughs> and uh, it looks like the kind of actual cat's eyes are getting some LED lights put on, or so it seems.
1: Yeah, I never figured out what, what the hell wa- that was supposed to be all about. Evil mutant cats. Yeah, yeah, but but da- does, does, does the parf cat come al- come alive? When, when the evil mutant cat crawls back inside of its mouth,
0: yeah and then becomes smaller in size to look normal. yeah, of course there is the mega cliche moment. Oh, let me just get let me just get this one more item from the back of the boat so then we can go. And the idiot doesn't take the briefcase well does and then just keep standing there and watching this great show that the cat is putting on. Jesus.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so Evil Business manages to grab the last suitcase full of money. Like, right. he, he has like five suitcases or something like that inside the safe that he has on the boat. And he has already gotten most of the briefcases, but there's just one last briefcase he has to, has to go and fetch. And he manages to grab that one also. And could just leave the room. And then he starts, sees that, that the barf gets starts to puke out the evil mutant cat and e- evil business instead of running away like leaving the door uh, the room immediately he just stands there and stares at the part of cat Jesus cross
0: but here we see the actual consequences of getting a cat on your ship
1: <laughs> yeah this is this is this is kind of a I mean, I I would go as far as say that this this film is is at least a half a documentary about being a cat owner.
0: I would just say if they would replace it with a mutant dog, I mean, that, oh, ah.
1: yeah, yeah. In in that case, nothing bad would have happened, but because uh-huh. because the do, dog is a man's best friend, like the dog would have been there to protect him.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, but Not- no, no, it has to be a cat. Like, this, this is what... Here you see what you get with cats.
0: <laughs> or puppets, for that matter. A sunken ship.
1: I I don't know. I don't, but we, With puppets, you just get the reimagined third life. Because, because the puppets, by default, are typically Nazis.
0: I enjoyed this moment when they have got into the lifeboat. And now the cat, of course, makes a return. And they're like, oh, let's throw this million dollars at the cat. Oh, no wait! Here's my first <laughs> no, brain no, action. Yes. Let's remove this money first. Oh, good idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you fucking idiot! Right? Let's first put the money on the shuffle bag and then throw the briefcase.
0: Which is the moment where you at least will question the intelligence of these two people as well.
1: Well, well, you will you will question the intelligence of the guy. I mean, I mean, the fi- the, the woman, the captain is doing all the thinking and all the logical stuff here on this moment.
0: Yeah. She keeps her integrity.
1: Mhm. Then again, the dude was a biologist, so what can you expect?
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think that's the uninvited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, is there a plot point that we haven't covered? Like, like sure, sure, we were completely out of order and we were all <laughs> over the place, but we, we did mention every major plot point of the film.
0: Yeah, so just to give a wrap up, you have the first act, we introduce the characters, and then we get to the ship, and we get to the second act, which is kind of, t- takes in its entirety place in the boat.
1: It, it, it's the moment when George Kennedy dies, unfortunately. <laughs> and, and
0: then there's the third act. It's a film that happens on the boat. Take it away, Henrik. Favorite scene?
1: Uh, it, it would be the cat jumping at the two at the end when they are on the, on the lifeboat like the flying cat that was quite
0: priceless yeah i have to go with that looking at the last shot at the cat chilling on the briefcase
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: the p- pistol of cat
1: <laughs>
0: the happy puppet cat it
1: it it it, it looks lo- kind of alike. like like it's it's thinking yo motherfuckers
0: <laughs> favorite performance
1: <laughs> that that uh, that one w- without a question or or it's it's ca- kind of a tie Tie between George Kennedy and the cat's hand puppeteer. But in the (laughs) end, in the end, the hand puppeteer takes this one. Standout performance. But Cat puppet has never looked so much like a cat puppet, as in this film.
0: I liked how George Kennedy was the opposing force in the film. Kind of steel-faced voice of reason, to an extent.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) at what point wasn't he the reason? Or, or the well, voice of
0: reason? Well, he had the voice of reason. He just had the irrational voice of a pistol.
1: Ah, ca- come on, come on. That kid, that kid deserved to be shot. No. It It was justified. It was justified by being irritating.
0: Maybe this little stitch that he got there was inviting the uninvited and caused the actual death scene of this guy. You know, imagine if he would not have been shot with the pistol in the first place, then they would have been going on throughout the whole sex scene in this film.
1: Uh, Are you trying to imply that George Kennedy is kind of the unsung hero of the film?
0: No, no, the guy is such a villain. Like,
1: uh, sure, sure, it it didn't go exactly according to plan, but George Kennedy still, by proxy, did manage to get that guy killed. And good riddance! is what all I I I have to say on that matter.
0: One mention has to be made also at the last gunshot that he does that he shoots completely randomly like almost hitting one of his criminal friends.
1: Yep. Or, or the moment when he's he's trying to fire at the cat. Yeah. And and he basically shoots every booze bottle except the cat. Like he, he manages to hit every single thing in the room except the cat.
0: Could have just shot the puppeteer in the first place. What's our next category, Henrik?
1: Would that be your favorite quote? Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, I, I, I ha- this this one I have to give to George Kennedy, and and the man's wise words: "Young poets are a pain in the ass. All poets are a pain
0: in the ass." <laughs> I will go with. I promise this darling little kitty won't be causing you any trouble.
1: Yeah, and the, and the fucking bastard cat then goes and kills everybody and sinks the ship. What's next? Oh, favorite kill. Come. On. The, the, this is kind of this is the film where we actually can full well use that category.
0: Yeah, finally justified.
1: Yeah, it it has been awkward for so many goddamn movies, mm-hmm. but but here we are.
0: Uh, well, well, well. I think that would kind of be George Kennedy's. Half alien death.
1: Okay, because I just I I just felt sorry for George Kennedy. <laughs> in, in in my end, it it's Klugulger once again getting mauled by a household pet.
0: Poor guy. What's next?
1: A uh, random confusing question.
0: So, Henrik, feel like having some kind of a party time on a boat and sing? I'm on a boat, motherfucker.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> With a cat.
1: Well most definitely not with a cat <laughs>
0: Anything else than a cat?
1: Well well I- I- if you can get get a couple of bimbos that have been gone through a pushbacker, let
0: me see what I can do. What's next? First image that comes to my beautiful mind. To me it's it's, it's the shitcoling cat.
1: When when George Kennedy is trying to shoot the mutate cat And there's that moment when when the cat is standing on top of the TV Or what, what bar table it's supposed to be And there are the bottles in front of it And you can see the cat smiling
0: I would take from the same scene the shot When the cat is behind the wine or champagne bottles Awesome moment
1: What took me out?
0: The interrupted sex scene with the guy who jumps off the boat,
1: I don't know. I I wasn't bothered by that. I, <laughs> uh, of course, the situation was helped by the fact that I really didn't like the guy. <laughs> I I hated the, hated the character. I I hated the three males all together. But I I still kind of a like. Sure, you could have seen more skin had the had the scene advanced, from there. But there still is some merit. In, in seeing the cat eating the guy's fingers. Hmm. On, on my end, I, I really didn't have that much of anything that would have pulled me out of the film.
0: Interestingly, like, we're dealing with like a, I don't know, C-grade horror film. Nevertheless, we were on board.
1: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the, the case is, the film is not good in, in any stretch of the world. This is... This is a bad film, but it doesn't necessarily mean that this is not an entertaining film.
0: Yeah, funnily enough. I also have seen that the IMDb rating of this film has slightly gone up after around the Blu-ray and DVD releases. People have found a newfound appreciation, maybe.
1: Today, this film has kind of a cult status as, as, as something that is so bad it's good. It stands on 4.4 on IMDb, and I I guess it's it's the director Skeden Clark's most highly rated film on IMDb.
0: Oh my God! Yeah. So what pulled you in? Well, you know, there's only one right answer to this, and that's the mutant cat, especially when flying.
1: Uh, I I would say even even more correct answer would be the cat puppet. Jumping the scientist at the parking hall at the very beginning of the film.
0: Ah, good material. I kind of like the vibe of the, and the the colors, the whole mood of the, you know, the parking lot stuff. It starts pretty well.
1: And then it goes completely haywire once they get inside the boat. Like, it starts uh, to be kind of uncontrollably all over the place. Much like, for example, the sound editing, which constantly picks up. Weird interference and background noises and the kind of a post-edit added meowing of the cat (laughs) in every single image.
0: And weird kind of side stories, like the two bad guys who take over the poor guy's truck and then get killed immediately. (laughs) Was it needed? The cat could have just incognito taken a ride and that's it.
1: Uh, Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's like the the car attack scene doesn't actually serve any kind of a narrative purpose no it, it, it does it does show you the the puppeteer's hand for the first time like that that's what it does but other than that there really is no there, there is really nothing to gain from that scene
0: no except you know the breaking glass sound effect 20 times <laughs>
1: Like, it, 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 the goddamn budget was so tight that they just couldn't get another sound effect <laughs> like two two sound effects breaking glass and the meowing were the only sound effects they could afford
0: you're going to have the upper hand with the quickies here once again because i still am about to install some applications again because i installed this wonderful thing that is mac os catalina and it's been pretty much a hell of a lot of problems.
1: <laughs> Serves you right for using a Mac. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can understand the, the, the developers who are leaving to the Windows side after this update. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But what's the next category? Henry.
1: It, it, it would be Scissors of Sacrilege.
0: What would I change in the film?
1: I would have more George Kennedy and Ker, <sighs> e- especially George Kennedy, like God damn that that man is gone way too soon uh, Yeah, <laughs> that the entire film could have just been you know George Kennedy a- against the part of cat,
0: <laughs> I wouldn't change the thing, you know because this is a cult classic. This is supposed to be as shit <laughs>
1: it, as it, it is. It, 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 it's cult classic only because of ironic movie hipsters who have made this a <laughs> cult film in, in the last yeah. s- something like four or five years.
0: I can't believe my luck that I saw this before mm. it had the cult status that it now enjoys.
1: Yeah, yeah we, we, we saw this film because before it became mainstream. Right, right. We, 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 which means that today, when everybody else is liking this, we can actually hate it and still feel cool.
0: I bought it on VHS well before this <laughs> mass fandom, and was a bitch to find. I can tell you that.
1: <laughs> yeah, th- this wasn't wasn't in in an easy to find in your local video store. It, it wasn't on the shell right next to Schindler's list.
0: <laughs> but, okay, I could give another answer to this, maybe slightly more in a serious tone. You, the, the film takes quite a time before it kicks in. When they enter the boat, it takes kind of a long time before the whole thing kicks in with the George Kennedy getting bitten into the boot.
1: It, it does, now, now that you that There's a yeah. lot of scenes about them partying and just having random discussions which in the end does not lead anywhere.
0: And neither do the inserted random cat trolling around the ship shots.
1: Yeah and and the fucking meowing. Like that's something that I would cut out of the film. Because by God was it driving me nuts. So you really know you are watching Uninvited when? When
0: the movie sinks as bad as the boat. <laughs> uh
1: you really know you're watching uninvited when you have a mouthful of pussy. And <laughs> by that I mean cat.
0: Of you course. Feel it you feel the pervert. Do. Of course it.
1: Of course. What were you thinking? Okay, so your three adjectives to describe the film. Meowie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> Hilarious, of course. And quite entertaining, actually.
1: It is. Like, it's many, many things, but at least it's not dreadfully boring. Yeah. Uh, on, on my end, it's it's. I, I also have meowing because god damn if the cat does not shut the fuck up. <laughs> but it's also fun and it's also stupid. Yeah. But did did you what check your watch while watching this one?
0: Oh no, I didn't have time. I was. Typing at the time when I was watching this film. The schedule was a little bit tight, so I did all of my notes on one go.
1: What? God, God damn it, this is your schedule, man.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, well You the...
1: See, here you see where it leads us when when we try to do two episodes a week. Like, This is why you don't do that.
0: I'm still saved by my ability to type <laughs> perfectly fine without watching the keyboard, so...
1: You're perfectly fine of taking notes of the film without actually watching the film. <laughs> I did. <laughs>
0: In all its glory.
1: But yeah, I didn't check my watch either. Yeah. This was kind of a fun time altogether.
0: Yeah, there were moments of genuine laughter. I remember laughing at the end when the when the toy ship is sinking.
1: <laughs> it it been like the only thing that would have made that scene better would have been if there would have been the, the Titanic score playing behind or, or the background during that moment.
0: Now that you mention it, there is quite funny 80s synth music here every now and then. Like the happy music inserted when they leave the cat with the briefcase floating there. <laughs> this is good fun.
1: But is it good enough fun enough for you to recommend the film?
0: I would recommend this film. Like You have to watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I mean, it's not one of the worst... I, I, it's not even one of the completely worst horror films of all time.
1: It's it's pretty bad, though.
0: It's pretty bad, though. Even with all these, you know, technical difficulties <laughs> of this film, it's entertaining enough that you should watch it. But would, would you to watch it for like uh, cinematic qualities or some kind of a fiestas like would you watch this after schindler's list i don't think so would you watch this as a good film i don't think so you watch it for the laughs because it's so bad
1: yeah i i'm, I'm kind of a torn with this one like i i i do recommend it but it's it's not a glowing <laughs> recommendation it, it's it's <laughs> ki- ki- kind of a barf cat out of 10 movie for me <laughs> Uh, first of all, this is not a good film. Oh, this, no. this is a bad movie by all merits. But but it be, it being a bad movie doesn't mean that it's not entertaining. And and this is entertaining. Yeah. Hence the recommendation. This is this is something that if you gather around a group of friends and you have your chips and you have your beers and you just wanna watch a stupid film, this is okay. This is to go with. That being out of out of the way, there are still bad movies that that are even funnier than this one. Mm-hmm. There are bad movies that that even manage to say something more than what Uninvited does. So like there are bad movies that actually has a legitimate, has a real message. And yeah, yeah and Uninvited like. I guess at this point it's apparent from from this episode Uninvited does not have any message. it doesn't have any deep themes or anything that you actually can analyze and but but there are bad movies that do have those qualities. so when it comes to watching bad movies, uninvited would not be my first recommendation, but it it still is quite good pick. For your lying on couch with friends, drinking beer, eating chips, watching bad secret horror movies movie night.
0: Yeah, and while you're munching and clapping down those carbohydrates, you just have to admit that this is entertaining enough. It's really bad. You watch it for for its badness, but it also keeps itself going fast enough that you can... You can go with it. Running only 90 minutes, so it's worth your time in the end if you're into this kind of things.
1: Yeah, may- maybe not actually spend actual money into the film. Maybe not buy the Blu-ray into your collection.
0: Yeah, so just rent it from your friend.
1: Yeah, yeah, just just rent it from your friend. But like, like if this comes to you in a streaming service, in that case, you know, it's it's okay, pick. For, for the night when you are watching like three or four more horror films.
0: or you know, since Christmas time is approaching, you know, what the hell? Bite the bullet, buy the Blu-ray from Amazon and uh, wrap it up as a Christmas gift for your girlfriend who likes cats.
1: <laughs> because, because that's a one way to actually end a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, here is a shitty B-horror movie.
0: It's make it or break it situation. (laughs) If she enjoys it, though.
1: (laughs) Then you can start having a serious chat with her. Is there something wrong with you?
0: Yeah, or maybe this is the moment to start a serious and successful relationship. (laughs) Okay, that was uninvited.
1: (laughs) I I guess that was uh, uninvited. Like there There is nothing more to say about the film.
0: You you were right. This uh, this film doesn't really deserve a closer scene by scene analysis, really, because
1: yeah yeah because w- what are you going to analyze?
0: <laughs> well, yeah.
1: like, like like the uh, only, only message you can actually get from the film is that that evil business is is evil. We're well, fucking surprised there, or that that unethical animal testing is wrong. Like like no shit.
0: And so is irritating cats on a boat while you while your yeah, film
1: Yeah, yeah, Well, well, that that might be uh, actually the deepest meaning of, of the film. Mm. Cats are bullshit pets and should not be tolerated <laughs> by a dog.
0: But yeah, th- there is some there is some other life lessons in this film, Henrik.
1: Yeah, birds are a pain in the ass.
0: Yeah, and the fact that when you take a look at the end credits, you you just have to face it: the fact that. Even if you're doing a shitty 80s horror film, you have to have an enormous crew to actually pull it off. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, because e- even, even producing shit takes quite a lot of people. I, I, I guess that was that. Like, back to the regular, more serious program in the next week.
0: Which will contain an analysis of a movie.
1: Well, most likely some some boring, highbrow art house stuff once again.
0: I'm going to go sniffing some cat sand now and uh, trip on ashwagandha. See you next week.
1: Yeah, I'm also out of peers, so <coughs> until next week. This was uninvited.
0: What well, uh, was this the first beer that you have had in this show after the Halloween Three Millers?
1: This actually might be my first beer because because after the Halloween Three Millers I. I switch back into more harder leaguers and why? God damn beer, I've been missing you.
0: (laughs) Keep it up sir.